Welcome to another episode of Being Black 2020. I am your host, Haru Anu, a.k.a. Joshua X. And today I will be talking about team spirit. And just to give you a a little heads up, um, I started reading Dr. Claude Anderson's Powernomics. And this is based off a segment of that book. I repeat, I started reading Dr. Claude Anderson's Powernomics, book on Powernomics. And this is a, I'm speaking on a segment of that book, which talks about um, group cohesiveness and team spirit. So, and how, and how us as melanated people in America and all over the world, how we identify as a group and how we can use this to benefit us and how it's hurting us right now. So let's get into it. What do I mean by team spirit? And how am I going to use this to talk about how we can help each other and how we hurt each other? So um, let me just give you my point of view on what's going on in America and how and how this started and how we can fix it. So my view on how this started, I believe this started during the slave trade. And during the transatlantic slave trade in America... Um, there was a huge amount of slave revolts. So they like to paint the picture like slavery was just this uh, this thing where it just functioned as it could and it was just a few revolts. No, recordingly, this is just what was recorded. There was over 250 slave revolts in the South alone uh, during the 1700s. So this was a major problem for white slave owners, they slaves studied leaving, you know what I mean, so they had to come up with a problem with it, they had to come up with a solution for this, you know, so what that solution was, um, some people call it, uh, some people call it Willie Lynchism, um, other people call it uh, individualism, other people call it different things, what the main thing, what it did was it rewarded slaves that told on uh, slave revolts that told what slaves were doing things uh, in resistance to their masters. It rewarded people who benefited the slavery system. So if you were black and you chose to be, um, so you chose to be a, a help, a servant to master, or you serve, you chose to serve the white system, you got rewards from that. And that, that caused division between the slaves. And that caused uh, uh, not only division between the slaves, but that caused a, a, a loss of identity to happen between the black culture. And we, it caused a mistrust. It caused all types of division in every aspect. And we still see that today. And not only then, what that did cause, it caused a lot of slave revolts. Every slave revolt actually recorded to be dis dismantled due to one of our own telling. So every out of those 250 slave revolts, 250 times someone told to on our operation to get it infiltrated. So let me remind you, let me just say that one more time. Out of 250 slave revolts, recordedly, there were 250 times where there were an inside man that gave that gave the platitude or the upper hand to uh, our oppressors. So 
that's just to show you right then and there what I mean by uh, group interest, what I mean by uh, togetherness, what I mean by group unity, by unifying as a group. We have to let go of us thinking that we cannot benefit by being totally cohesive to black culture or being totally cohesive to black neighborhoods or black people but in our or being comfortable in our own skin we have to realize that there's a lot of value and trust a lot of people like to look at the media and look at the world around us for perspective and views but we don't have to look at the world around us a lot of times that's going to be a misdirection we don't control there are over 17,000 radio stations, over thousands of TV channels, and black people don't own any of them. We do not control the images that are put out about us. So therefore, we cannot let those images derive or, or constitute how we feel about ourselves and how we feel about our communities. What we do have to understand is, is that if we want to start being more empowered, it does not come from um, the larger group in our society giving us things. Just because we're 12% in this country does not, does not mean that we do not hold strategic power in this country. In a lot of the largest cities in this country, we have the platitude or we have the numbers. So therefore, if we use that and come together as a, a group and unify, and we use group unity and team spirit, if we use team spirit right now together, we can take places like Detroit, Gary, Indiana, and other places and become one instead of let Arabs, Chinese people, and Hispanic people come in our communities, control our commerce, control the, the products that they serve, control the rate in which products they serve, control the, the price in which they serve them, and control how we conduct and function in our own communities. Why this happens? Because we allow politicians and other people who are, who are, who are, who are, who are, who are melanated to, to throw away their blackness, to deny their blackness, and we still support them. We will let aldermen come in who, who say black quotes during Black History Month and then give away minority, minority loans to Hispanic businesses just because they're they looking at approval ratings and their next run for public office. We have to stop looking at the source of our strength like it comes from without because it comes from within. Team spirit is identifying that black is the way to go. There's nothing wrong with thinking black. We are the only people on this, on this face of this earth who once they find a cohesive, uh, cohesive unit, once they try to come together, it's feared and that fear is put upon as negative and destructive. Even our own black people. We look at it like, oh, he, he t- I've been told thousands of times, oh, he, I ain't as black as you. Oh, I ain't as pro-black as you. Oh, I ain't as, Negro, how could you, how could you not be? That's the problem. We got successful black people, and we got non-successful black people who epitomize and, and fight each other. It makes no sense. No other race of people fight each other more than blacks. If I'm lying, just look at your surroundings. 
every week since this pandemic, we've been looking at different black celebrities who want to fight each other for nothing. They're not even getting paid for it. They're just fighting each other for European entertainment. Not once had those versus battles, Every all of y'all been watching, has been a white person on it. All of them black against black. We got people coming, we got, we bringing people from the dead to fight each other. You got Tupac and Biggie finna fight each other next. Imagine if Tupac and Biggie would have been trying to build up a community together. Or trying to build cohesive group unity together. Since, since y'all don't like to understand the terms of blackness, let me just equate this back to something that you understand then. Okay? Okay. What? Imagine if, since y'all like sports so much, imagine if Tom Brady... That's y'all. That's 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 a black man's favorite white man. Imagine if Tom Brady decided that he didn't trust the 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 his linemen or his his wide receivers, and that everybody that looked like him on the field he couldn't trust, and he had to start, and he so he decided to start working with the the Kansas City Chiefs because they looked more pure and that he felt that he could trust them more. So he started throwing the ball to them. They would lose. His team would lose. You know why? Because of the ignorant decision to trust an outside group or team. So why can't we look at that in aspects of our own communities and our own people? We're choosing, we're choosing to help the other team. We spend majority of our black dollars outside of our community. We don't push our kids to, to support their own. We don't tell our kids to support their own. We don't, tell our, we don't have a code of conduct for, for growing up in black communities, for supporting other black businesses. We don't have a code of conduct for creating black business, businesses. We don't have a code of conduct for appreciating and supporting black communities. We don't have a code of ethic for behavior and which should, which should be displayed in black businesses. All we have is a lot of, is a lot of black folks in and out of black communities who go and support every community besides their own. When yet you see that the other teams, they focus on winning. We're focused on we're focused on other teams, and other teams are focused on winning. And we wonder why we don't have any neighbor. We don't have any little black towns. We got little Italy's. We got little. We got little Chinatowns. We got. We got sis, We got Spanish towns in every major city. What we call black towns? Ghettos, hoods. Jails, prisons. That's what you call black towns. Defeated. We're the only ones without team spirit and wonder why we are being annihilated without just cause. Because there's no there's no repercussions. Because we haven't set a standard for ourselves. So therefore, anything goes. You walk in, you walk in any black neighborhood right now, and Arabs and Hispanics or Chinese control majority of the market. You got black women, black women who support the hair care industry. It's a billion dollar industry for black women. 
but black women rather sell lashes and compete with each other. We are we we choose to compete with each other because we don't see the value in building with each other. Even since I started my herbal business, you got brothers, you got brothers who sell herbs who want to compete with me rather than compete with Vitamin World or rather compete with GNC or all these major white retailers who monopolize the market. You rather compete with a brother who look just like you trying to help people who selling natural products who we really should be on the same frequency and supporting each other. You rather compete with me and try to see my demise because you fighting for, you rather fight for the crumbs off the table for than the, than the whole table. I, I have views on owning whole tables, owning whole mansions and houses full of, full of things that can help resourcefully our communities and the people, the, the generation that lie ahead. I have no interest on competing with Negroes when we own only 1% of the wealth. We are literally fighting for crumbs off a table that is falling from the wealth of white society. We are looked at as inferior and we are derived upon and looked upon as unintelligent. And we father we father illustrate these negative connotations when we when we June bug challenge and look happy with our circumstance. When I'm a savage instead of a, a brilliant mind. When I'm a thug instead of an inventor. When I'm a basketball player instead of a business owner. When I'm a football player instead of a pioneer. When I'm an actor instead of an activist. We further perpetuate these realities. There must be a code of conduct set up, a, a universal code of conduct that unifies all melanated people everywhere. I am tired of seeing Chinese businesses in our neighborhoods. I'm not saying that they shouldn't be there because every, every group should have the individual right to operate in, in, in other communities besides their own. But that should not be the only group or the majority group in our communities. We should be able to boycott them if we want to. Chinese people do not support black businesses. Mexicans do not support black businesses. White people do not support black businesses. Because black people don't support black businesses. So there's no standard. We're willing to go to every other community besides our own. There are a uh, hundred black businesses identical to each other, all around each other, and we don't, we don't look, oh, let's unify and solidify and gang up on the lesser group in these communities so that we can close, we can enclose our communities for ourselves and have a board and have in border communities in which our children and our other other entities of our community can thrive and grow and build and we can practice ethnoaggression. We haven't thought of that. What we're looking at life is, oh, I got to get it on my own. No, no other group thinks like that. Now, I'm going to revert it back to y'all favorite white man. 
If Tom Brady thought, oh, I got to win this game on my own, I'm just going to, I'm not going to throw the ball. I'm just going to run and, and, and do as many scrambles as I can to get touchdowns. They will lose. Any Brady, any team on any sports athlete, any, if, if LeBron say, I can't trust my team no more. I can't trust the Lakers. I can't trust nobody who got on the same jersey as me. And decided to do it all himself. He went to score, outscore the other team all by himself. He would lose every game. Let's start winning the game. Let's show some team spirit. I just want to tell you all, I love you. I appreciate you. If you have not read the book, Power Nomics by Clyde Anderson, I definitely suggest you read it. It's a must read on group economics and power nomics. So until next time, this is Aru Hanu, a.k.a. Joshua X, signing out and saying I love you. I appreciate you and I thank you for being black.